الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح ورأيت الناس يدخلون في دين الله أفواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفره إنه كان توابا صدق الله العظيم موسس فتر علماء الكرام برزيز الناس Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy has blessed us with one more night of this Mubarak month of Ramadan. While if it had been that Eid would have come away, then we would have expressed our happiness on that also. That that too is a gift of Allah Ta'ala. But now that this gift has been given to us, so we wholeheartedly have to embrace this gift. and appreciate this great moments that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with one more opportunity this last ashara and the last 10 nights of Ramadan 10 days of Ramadan is itqum minan nar is the time of emancipation from the fire of Jahannam that those very very close servants of Allah Ta'ala they get their forgiveness and their reward already in the first 10 days because they already have reached the closeness of Allah Ta'ala And there are some who in the middle 10 days, they then get to their destination, so to say. Their objective gets achieved because they are maybe not as close as the first group, but they are somewhere also fulfilling what their responsibilities are. And then the last group is those like us who are filled with so many faults, so many weaknesses. So this last 10 days comes. to now give us that emancipation from the fire of Jahannam. So this is one additional day Allah Ta'ala gave us that if supposing we still had any deficiencies left, we got one more chance to turn to Allah Ta'ala, beg His help, beg His forgiveness and get closer to Him. This surah of the Quran Sharif, this surah was revealed towards the latter part of Rasulullah's life on earth. And in this was the glad tiding that Allah Ta'ala has completed deen. But in it was also another message. And that is why when the surah was revealed, then Abu Bakr who began crying. Because in this was the message that the time has come for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to depart from this dunya. This was the time of the completion of his mission. Allah Ta'ala says, إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ You'd have seen that the help of Allah Ta'ala has come and this victory has come. And وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسَ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ أَفْوَاجَ People are entering deen in big numbers, in groups, after group. So now what is to be done? So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who is the masoom, sinless Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, all his efforts were 100%. All the sifat and qualities that anybody could ever possess, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had it to the peak, the point of total perfection. Allah Ta'ala is addressing him and saying to him that now all this has happened, 
this mission has been accomplished and now the time has come to now move on وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسِ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ أَفْوَاجًا فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ Now engage excessively in the tasbih of your Rabb. Engage excessively in glorifying Allah Ta'ala. وَاسْتَغْفِرْ And seek His forgiveness. Rasulullah Sallallahu is being told, seek Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. And Allah Ta'ala is most forgiving. So at the end of every amal, if you look at it, at the end of salah, Salah, what a great amal a person has performed. He has performed that amal where he finally makes so many sajdas that he gets closest to Allah Ta'ala. The closest a person gets to Allah Ta'ala is in sajda. So he's performed such a great amal. And at the end of this amal, just before his termination of this salah, Nabi Islam teaches the dua to Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala an, Rabbi inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathira. Repeat this dua. وَإِنَّهُ لَا يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا أَنْتْ فَاغْفِرْ لِي مَغْفِرَةً مِّنْ عِنْدِكَ وَرْحَمْنِي That this whole dua is istighfar. So at the end of that salah, a person has performed such a great amal. Nabi Wasallam is teaching us istighfar at the end of that salah. Beg Allah tell us forgiveness for all the shortcomings, for all the weaknesses, that this salah could not have been fulfilled the way the right of Allah Ta'ala demands it. Allah Ta'ala's greatness demands that this salah should have been fulfilled in a very, very great way. But we haven't come anywhere close to that. So now we're making istighfar. And like this, many, many amal, at the end of that amal is istighfar. Here in the surah, the end of this mission has come. The masoom Nabi of Allah Ta'ala is being told, فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ And after this surah was revealed, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi used to excessively be engaged in tasbih and istighfar. So Allah Ta'ala out of His grace, out of His mercy, allowed us to be engaged in this amal of i'tikaf. Allah Ta'ala allowed us to be in His house. This was His tawfiq. This was His great favor on us. It's not our achievement, it's not our doing. But we know how we spent our time, we know our deficiencies, we know our weaknesses. So now this one extra night Allah Ta'ala gave us, one extra day Allah Ta'ala gave us, this extra night and day together with whatever amal, inshallah will engage in tilawat, zikr, dua, etc. This should become something very, very much of the focus of this last bit of time we have left. Excessive istighfar, tasbih and istighfar. Begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness we get, then inshallah whatever mistakes there were, whatever shortcomings there were, the time that wasn't used correctly, if that istighfar is made sincerely, and we get this forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala, then all that too will get covered up. There are some situations Allah Ta'ala says, أُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ سَيِّئَاتِهِمْ حَسَنَاتِ when a person sincerely turns to Allah Ta'ala, he has erred, he's made mistakes, he's slipped, he's fallen. But when he sincerely turns to Allah Ta'ala, there are some whose sincere repentance is such that let alone what the getting taken to task for their sins. Allah Ta'ala converts their sins into good deeds. 
that their wrongdoings get forgiven and in place of each sin they are now being given a good deed in the in the account of good deeds but provided that this toba is toba this istighfar is istighfar there is that genuine repentance remorse regret and a person sincerely turns to allah taala so this is the one aspect that we have to do as much as we can tonight tomorrow excessively istighfar and begging allah taala's forgiveness then together with that we have to search within ourselves how much have we attained of what we came for every person who gets into some business the time comes when he now does the cashing up he's doing the telling the figures to see what has come has he really earned a profit has he gained anything as we discussed right at the beginning alhamdulillah allah's fazl that we were accommodated in the house of allah taala and the local satis went out of their way to make our khidmat make us comfortable so alhamdulillah we had a very good time here we enjoyed our stay here so we are very happy for the time that we were here the thing for us to reflect on is allah taala also happy with us being here so the time we spent in the house of allah taala alhamdulillah we were very happy but is allah taala also pleased with us of how we spent our time in the house of allah taala so with this reflection to then very sincerely make istighfar and to still reflect also that how much have we achieved of the objective we came for this reflection is very important so that when we realize for example that i haven't achieved anything much so that too is not something that anything went to waste sometimes when a huge building is meant to be built a skyscraper so for a long time the only work that carries on is that the deep excavation continues for a long time you see nothing going up you only see things going deeper and deeper and that excavation is continuing but without that excavation the sky the skyscraper can't come up so sometimes it appears that nothing happened it appears that nothing was achieved but because we not seeing anything above the surface yet but inshallah summa inshallah with the fazl of allah taala and his grace and mercy there has been a good amount of excavation that would have happened in the environment of the masjid in the time that we spent in ibadat in zikr in dua in istighfar in various amal so all this was at least doing that excavation removing all the evils out of our hearts removing the whatever filth and dirt has accumulated there over time but now this doesn't stop the work doesn't finish off that ramadan has finished off atikaf is over so now everything stops it only has started after that excavation now then the building starts getting the foundation start getting laid and then the building starts rising that is provided a person continues with that process he continues in that construction so if it appears like nothing happened is just because this was still the excavation process but this is now an ongoing thing he doesn't wait for the next ramadan otherwise by the next ramadan again this whole thing will get filled up to start the excavation all over again so this is something it's ongoing because ramadan came to give us that boost to bring us onto track it didn't come just for us to spend one month only correctly 
and then stop. It came to bring us onto the road so that now we can travel easily and move ahead towards our destination of Jannat and get to Allah Ta'ala. So this reflection that what have we achieved? How close have we become to Allah Ta'ala? How close have we become to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Hazrat Mu'az bin Jabal radiallahu ta'ala an, Nabi Sallallahu was dispatching him as the governor to Yemen. And when the time came for him to depart, so Nabi Sallallahu walked along with him to the outskirts. And they came to a certain point when then Nabi Sallallahu stopped. And then he faced Madina Munawara. And he has this address Hazrat Mu'az bin Jabal radiallahu an. And then he said to him that perhaps when you return, perhaps when you return, this perhaps was a certainty. The Beast also is saying to him that perhaps when you return, you will pass by my grave. So what is he telling him? That this is the last meeting was. We will not meet again in dunya. You are going as the governor of Yemen, but you will return after some time. By that time, I won't be in dunya anymore. What would have crossed the heart of Mu'az al-Dhiyallahan? The hadith, it is mentioned, فَبَقَى مُعَاذٌ جَهِشًا That he began sobbing. So on that occasion, Nabi Islam said to him, that, إِنَّ أَوْلَ النَّاسِ بِي الْمُتَّقُونَ مَنْ كَانُوا وَحَيْثُ كَانُوا Ma'az, you are going far away from me. I'm in Medina Munawwara, you are going all the way to Yemen. But the one who is physically, you'll be very far away. But the one who's closest to me is the one who has taqwa in his life. Then whoever he may be, whether he's an Arab or a non-Arab, whether he lives in Medina Munawwara or he lives in the jungles of Africa, and whether he is rich or poor, or whoever he may be. He, the person who has taqwa, is closest to me. Man kanu, whoever he may be, and haithu kanu, wherever he may be. He might be very far physically, but with taqwa he is very close. And a person can be right next to the Rosa Mubarak, but right there also if he's involved in things that are against the dictates of deen, and is far away from deen, then physically being very close, he is still far away. Abu Lahab and Abu Jahal were physically very close. And in relationship to they were very close. But they were extremely far away. And they were, there was always Qarni, who didn't even get the opportunity to come and be physically in the presence of Rasulullah But he was so close, that Nabi Islam says to a personality like Umar that if you meet Uwais Qarni, ask him to make dua for you. So despite the physical distance, despite being physically far away, but he was very close. And there were those who were physically very close, but yet very far away. So now this is a time to reflect, how close have we become? How much of this taqwa have we acquired? Inside the house of Allah Ta'ala, Alhamdulillah, it was very easy we were not faced with so many challenges that we are faced outside with. But now we'd have to go back into the outside world. 
So now when we go back in the outside world, how do we conduct ourselves? So all those lessons that we learned, which we revised so many times, and every year that summary of it in the lessons of Hazrat Masha Hakim those four advices that he gives, this is what we have to adhere to very firmly. So just the crux of these four advices that he used to give, so that this becomes refreshed in our hearts and minds. That our objective is why we came to the masjid for the, in the first place, why we came for Atikaf, was to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala, to gain this bond and this nearness to Allah Ta'ala. So how will this come in us now that we are out of the masjid also? So the four things that we have to do that will keep us getting closer to Allah Ta'ala all the time. And inshallah, this bond will then be created and strengthened. The first thing is gunaho se muhafazat. Gunaho se muhafazat. Staying away from sin. That is the khulasa kalam. That is the crux of everything. And a person who has brought himself on this one principle, then he's, he's away, he's gone ahead. So the temptations will be there, the distractions will be there, but a person has to make that firm determination that come what may, my heart breaks, it breaks, but I won't break the command of Allah Ta'ala. A couple of Hazrat he says, Jan Dedi Mene Unke Nam Par. Jan Dedi Mene Unke Nam Par. Ishk Ne Socha Na Kuch Anjam Par. That when a person has now truly turned to Allah Ta'ala, he says, Ya Allah, I am ready to give my life. I put my life on the line, even if my life goes, but I won't break your command. And when this true love of Allah Ta'ala comes in the heart, then this becomes the person's condition. That he'll give his life, but he won't break the command of Allah Ta'ala. So, Jan Dedi Mene Unke Naam In the name of Allah Ta'ala, I gave my life. And when this ish came, Ishq didn't then think about what will be the consequences. I'm not prepared to break the command of Allah Ta'ala. What will be the consequence? Whatever the consequence is, I will not cross that line. Ibrahim said, whatever it is, if I have to be thrown in that fire, I'll be thrown. But whatever I'm supposed to be doing, that is what I'll do. So he didn't move one but from that principle, from that tawheed, from that oneness of Allah Ta'ala, from that obedience of Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala made that fire garden for him. So likewise, we do what we have to do. Allah Ta'ala will then do the rest for us. The hadith where we discussed about the hadith of Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala says, the one who comes one palm's length, I come one hand's length to him. And then finally, the one who comes walking to me, I come running to him. So this little we will do, this one step we will take, that little walk we will take towards Allah Ta'ala. And the rest Allah Ta'ala will make it happen for us. Hazrat Tanavi Rahmatullah gives a beautiful example to explain this. That a little child, so now the father is now trying to encourage this child to walk. So he puts him on the further, on the far end. And he stands on the opposite end. Now he tells him walk. As long as the child remains standing there, the father remains far away standing also. But as soon as the child starts walking, but now he is still learning how to walk. So when he starts walking and now he's faltering, 
that steps he's taking, it seems like he's going to fall. So as soon as he started taking the steps and it appears he's going to fall, now the father rushes to pick him up. But as long as he remains standing there, the father stood on the other side also. So this is just an example to understand. Allah Ta'ala's rahmat is very great. But this is the nizam and the system of Allah Ta'ala. We have to make our effort. Our broken effort, our weak effort. But when we will take those few steps, Allah Ta'ala will then walk us through. So this is the first thing, gunaho se muhafazat. That we stay away from sin. A person can be doing a lot of ibadat, a lot of tilawat, a lot of zikr, tasbihat. All this, the example of it is like very nourishing food and all those supplements and whatever else that a person takes to enhance his health. So mashallah, all that is excellent. But a person who is taking all that side by side is also sipping some poison. He's eating all this very nourishing food and side by side he's sipping poison. So that poison will overcome all this food. This food he will eat the whole day and that poison will take a few sips. It will nullify all the benefit of all this food and whatever else he took to enhance his health. And that poison will do his job. It will eventually kill him. So the sin is poison. All the ibadat and amal that we do, this is all that nourishing food for the soul. But sin is poison for the soul. So the very crucial thing is to stay away from sin. But how is a person going to stay away from sin? So that brings us to the next point. Asbabe gunah se muba'adat. First was gunaho se muhafazat. Now this is the next level or the next point that will secure the person in this regard. Is asbabe gunah se muba'adat. That's staying far away from the means of sins. Staying far away from the means of sins. A person knows what he gets, what becomes the issue that trips him into that hole. What causes that fall? So that which causes that fall, that is the suburb of guna, that is the means of the sin. If it is that phone, then that is the suburb of the guna. So he fell once with it, he fell twice with it, but he's still not taking the lesson. So now he's inviting trouble. The person says, well, I just keep falling. So if a person puts his foot into the puddle, he'll slip and fall. So this is something that a person shouldn't give himself a second chance. Fell one time, get rid of it. It is safer for one's iman, for one's haya, for one's deen, for one's dunya also, for one's marriage, for one's every aspect of life. And when we cut corners in this, we take chances, and repeatedly take chances and then become more relaxed in everything and then become daring, Allah forbid, then the damage reaches a point where it becomes very difficult to undo the damage. If a person is serious about staying safe from sin, he will have to stay far away from the means of sin. If a person puts butter next to the fire and then he is wishing that it doesn't melt, if butter is next to the fire, it's going to melt. So a person puts himself in the environments of sin. He is freely intermingling at work, wherever, with females. 
So now he's putting himself in an environment by freely intermingling in a situation that is going to now create problems for him. He is now walking on muddy ground. So when there's thick mud, even an elephant slips. When there's very thick mud, even an elephant slips. So the point there is that never to regard oneself as immune. And that example of Mahroom Rahmatullahi that we discussed, that sometimes that nafs gets little subdued because of being in the right environment for a while. It gets subdued, like that snake which got frozen in the cold, but it's not dead. That snake got frozen in the cold, so it seemed like it was dead. So this woodcutter brought it and put it in his house. But after that heat of that fire in the house got that snake, so suddenly the life came back, because it wasn't dead, it was just frozen. And as soon as the life came back, this person was right next to it, it bit him and killed him. So likewise, this nafs for a while, because of being in the right environment, being in the house of Allah Ta'ala, being in the masjid, this nafs gets subdued. So a person walks out and thinks, well, I'm immune now. No, we're not immune. You will have to be still as careful as ever. Otherwise, this nafs then, in a short time, the heat of the outside will get in. Because a person now is getting close to the fire. And before he knows it, it will start biting him again. So, this staying far away from the means of sin. Asbabe guna se muba'adat. So, whatever the means are, each one may not be the same thing. We all know what's in our lives, what has tripped us, why we fell. All those things are in front of us. We need to now make the decision and stay far away from those means. Then the third thing is zikr par mudawamad. Zikr par mudawamad. Constancy on one's zikr. Zikr includes all the mamulat. It includes tilawat of the Quran Sharif, one's tasbihat, zikr, dua, all the mamulat, the muraqabas. Zikr is the, the heading, the title. Under this comes all these aspects. So this constancy, mudawamat, mudawamat means that regularity, that constancy. A person has to take some antibiotics, so he takes it today, then he skips two, three days, then he takes it again. So the doctor will tell him, you can carry on your whole life taking it like this. You're not going to get the desired benefit and result. It's not going to kill those viruses. It has to be taken continuously, twice a day or thrice a day, whatever it might have been prescribed. And for that 10 days, continuously then it will do its job in that way that it's supposed to do it. So likewise, this is the antibiotic. It is also that nourishment for the soul. But that constancy. Sometimes a person made the zikr for one day, two days, five days, one week, one month. And he says, but I don't see still anything happening. So now, he's like that person who they put a drip on him. He was hospitalized. So now there's a drip on so after five minutes, he says, but nothing happens. After ten minutes, he's again complaining about the same thing. I'm still feeling as weak as ever. Then please wait, wait for one hour. Or sometimes the drip will take four hours to run. And sometimes one drip will not be enough. <coughs> It'll have to be the second and the third drip. By the fourth drip, he'll now be walking comfortably. But it is not the fourth drip alone that did the job. From that first drop that went into his system, all that accumulated to bring this end result.
So likewise, when a person is constant on his zikr, his tasbihat, his ma'amulat, that benefit is coming. But if he is regular with this, and at the same time he is staying away from sin, then in time this will bring its effect. It will bring its effect. The name of Allah Ta'ala is very great. Provided that we don't keep sipping poison, which then will nullify that effect. So that zikr per mudawamat, the constancy on the zikr, regularity, daily. And the ideal thing is to fix a time. That I will do it in this particular time. And then in that time, there will be often some things that will come up. Sometimes if he fix the time after Fajr, for example, someday he'll be now lazy. Someday he'll be tired. Someday he'll be something else. But he's fixed that time, then to do it in that time now and make sure it gets done in the fixed time will take some mujahada. There will be some struggle. But that amal that is still completed with that mujahada, the noor of that amal is something far beyond. Any amal that a person undertook mujahada to fulfill it. Not that a person should deliberately make things difficult for himself. But now there was a situation where this nafs was now pulling in a different direction. And he suppressed it. And he made that mujahada. This mujahada creates a tremendous noor in the heart. And this becomes that light of hidayat. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا fina لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ subulana. Those who strive in our path, Allah Ta'ala says, we open the pathways of hidayat for them. Now this is a mujahada also. All the various mujahadas, for whatever mujahada a person takes, undertakes for deen, undertakes to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. So that zikr he is making in its fixed time, that will create that constancy also. Because now there's a fixed time, otherwise it will always be later, 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 and it will be too late. The day will be gone. I'll say tomorrow. And then tomorrow will become the same story. So we try as far as possible to do it in that fixed time. And the ideal time is either before Fajr or after Fajr. That's the ideal time. Otherwise, any time of the day which is convenient, which is sustainable. That's a very important aspect to consider. That way you can daily do it then at that time. So the zikr per mudawamad. This constancy on the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. And the fourth aspect was nek dosto ki musahabat nek dosto ki musahabat the good company to keep pious company to keep the company of those who are Allah walas who are fearing Allah Ta'ala who are concerned to keep themselves away from sin who are concerned to try and move forward in deen move closer to Allah Ta'ala so to keep that kind of company and this is the key actually this is the key to all the other things and a person will remain in good company this good company will keep having a positive effect on him to even make that zikr constantly to stay far away from the means of sin to stay far away from sin a person is in pious company there's half a dozen people all mashallah very conscious of deen now, is he going to be able to take out his phone in front of them and start looking at haram? So that is the effect of that company. What stopped him? The effect of the company. And if he normally wouldn't do such a thing, and he went and sat down in such a company where everybody is already busy in that, then it, 
there won't be any hesitation for him to do the same so this company is the key so there are so many things to do and so many things to try and work on to achieve what we have to achieve that is like a room full of all the treasures but the person who got the key to the door and all those treasures are his and this key is this good companionship and this is how it has always worked throughout the ages the sahaba this is their distinguishing title sahaba they were the greatest mufassirin of the ummah they were the greatest muhaddithin of the ummah they were the greatest fuqaha and jurists of the ummah they were everything but they are not known by those titles they are not known as the muhaddithin of the ummah they were they were the greatest muhaddithin of the ummah everybody every muhaddith is dependent on them every faqih is dependent on them every mujtahid is dependent on them but they were not known by these titles because a person he's done his undergraduate studies first and then he's done his postgraduate and he went on and on and finally he became a some professor now so now when he's a professor so you call him by his highest title so now he was a doctor first now he became professor now you call him doctor he feels demeaned but i'm no more doctor now i'm gone one step ahead i'm a professor now and then after becoming a professor if he progressed more this is the ajeeb thing after he gets higher then he becomes mr where the rest of us everybody is there so this is again the chakkar the person went so high to become back there so the point is that a person is addressed by the highest title he has so all these titles belong to the sahaba but their highest title was sahabi and sahabi comes from sohba from companionship the only thing that made them sahaba was the companionship of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and that one brief moment with iman in the company of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam transformed that person to the highest rank where no where all the awliya of the ummah put together they can't reach the rank of the lowest sahabi but what brought that distinguishing title what brought that rank and maqam it was the sohba this companionship and then after them is the rank of the tabi'in a tabi'i is only that person who had been in the company of a sahabi if the person wasn't in the company of a sahabi he doesn't have this rank and doesn't have this title so right from the first era and from the first level this has always been the procedure that this progress in deen now this is such progress in deen that all the awliya of the ummah can't reach it what brought that it was purely the companionship of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and thereafter the tabi'in and then the tabi tabi'in and it has always been in that that this companionship this association with the pious with the righteous keeping good company keeping company of those who are inclined towards deen this has always been the key when a person will keep in that kind of company 
then this becomes the means of him getting inclined towards righteousness. Then he naturally starts feeling like doing what is what is good. How it happens? He says, but there were many times, there were many Ahlullah who wouldn't even give any talk. They wouldn't give any bayan. That was not something that was part of their procedure. They would sometimes give some small advice here and there. But people would find their lives changing in their company. They would come and be in their company for a while. Sometimes in that entire duration of time, they would hear nothing. They would hear nothing from the Sheikh. But people's lives would change dramatically just purely being in that company. So what happens? This is on Allah's side. That, that companionship that creates this inspiration in the heart directly. And this inspires a person to start becoming more conscious of deen, becoming conscious of Allah Ta'ala. There were many people who used to go in the company of Hazrat Muhammad, Shah Hakim Akhtar Sahib Rahmatullahi, towards his latter part of the, his life, the last five, six years, Hazrat would hardly say one word because he was very ill, very old. He would be lying on his bed, people would come, they would make salam. Sometimes in the latter part of last few years, year or two, his weakness would be such that he would barely just move his lips in the reply of that salam. Somebody would come, they'll make some khidmat, press his legs or something for a few moments, person will go away. Some will stay for a few days, some will come for a short while, some longer. So they were hearing nothing. They were not hearing one word sometimes for that entire duration of their stay. <clears throat> but not one, not two, not ten, dozens, hundreds felt that after that short time in that company where they heard nothing, they felt their hearts change. They felt some revolution within themselves. What is this? This is that something that is being generated from the heart. Deen has always come heart to heart. Akbar Ilahabadi Marhum was a great poet. He was a judge in India at the time also. And he was a very great poet as well. So this one couplet of his is very famous, which he said, Na kitabo se, nawazo se, nazar se peda, deen hoti hai, buzrugo ki nazar se peda. Neither it is purely and merely with books or with discourses or by spending big amounts on various projects that deen will come alive. Deen comes alive through the companionship. Nazar se, this is that companionship with talab sadiq That a person is in the companionship of the pious with that true thirst to acquire the love of Allah Ta'ala. Then this transfers from heart to heart. Deen has always come from heart to heart. Books, kitabs have all been an aid. But deen hasn't passed in that manner. That has been an aid to use to pass deen. But it has come through the vehicle of direct heart to heart transmission. So this is the thing, that this is the key to everything. That we try and keep ourselves in good company. There will be many times, many things will be distracting us. There will be many invitations to be part of many kinds of activities and to be in different places but all the time to consider firstly is this environment going to be conducive to my iman improving or is this environment this company 
this companionship, this outing, or this whatever else, is it going to now harm my iman? Is it going to erode whatever I had tried to achieve in the month of Ramadan, in Atikaf, is it going to erode all this? So this is a thing for us to think about and there will be sacrifices obviously. That now it'll seem everybody is now enjoying themselves, everybody is having a merry time and I must now be left alone. But that person is not alone. When he's alone in that manner, to save himself from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, then that heart is now breaking for Allah Ta'ala's sake. Allah Ta'ala is with him. In the hadith of Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala says, I'm with the broken-hearted. Those who break their hearts for Allah Ta'ala. So these are the things that we have to now adhere to. The four aspects again. First was, Staying safe from sin. Staying far away from sin. But in order to stay safe from sin, the second aspect is, Asbabe gunah se muba'adat. Staying far away from the means that lead to sin. And a person who makes an effort to stay far away from the means that lead to sin, inshallah, he'll be safe from sin itself. And then the third very crucial thing was dhikr par mudawamad. The constancy on the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala. And I explained that this is the heading which includes all the aspects. The tilawad, the tasbihad, the dhikr, the dua, the muraqabahs. All this is included in this unwan, in this title of zikr. And nek dosto ki musahabat, the companionship of the righteous and pious. Inshallah, we continue on these things. Allah Ta'ala will make it easy for us. As we said, we have been engaged here in the masjid, in the house of Allah Ta'ala. If it appears nothing happened, still a lot has happened. This was all that excavation that was happening. But now if you continue on these four things, then that building will start rising also. And we'll see that skyscraper in days, someday. But the point is, we got to continue making our amal, make our effort. We will make our effort, Allah Ta'ala will take us through. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq. Sallallahu <laughs> 
دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان ہوں تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 لا الہ الا 
ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دے اپنی ہستی کو چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 اللہ
ஷியத்திக் ஹலீமீன் نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وخنا عذاب النار ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه ربنا لا تزيغ قلوبنا 
ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إن هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت إله العالمين يا الله بوس مصيف الله بوس كائن الله بوس gracious and loving الله إله العالمين يا الله out of your grace and mercy يا الله يا الله we are today in your house يا الله يا الله we are raising our hands to you alone يا الله إله العالمين يا الله يا الله we are begging for the forgiveness of all our sins يا الله إله العالمين indeed we are most sinful يا الله يا الله we acknowledge and accept our sins يا الله that we have committed numerous wrongs يا الله إله العالمين يا الله but you are most forgiving يا الله يا الله you love forgiving يا الله يا الله you forgive us يا الله يا الله forgive all our major and minor sins يا الله forgive the sins of the day and night يا الله forgive what we did deliberately and mistakenly يا الله إله العالمين forgive us يا الله forgive our families يا الله forgive our relatives and friends يا الله forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الله شو يوم مغفرة عند أمتي يا الله شو يوم رحمة عند أمتي يا الله إله العالمين يا الله make us like the day we were born يا الله إله العالمين these last moments of Ramadan are passing us يا الله إله العالمين we have not done anything يا الله we have not managed to do anything يا الله إله العالمين we let the time pass by يا الله إله العالمين this is the last night that we have يا الله إله العالمين if we are not forgiven even on this night يا الله what can then save us from destruction ya allah ilahu alamin that the dua of nabi sallallahu alaihi that amin of nabi sallallahu alaihi the dua of jibril sallallahu alaihi wasallam this will land on our heads ya allah this will wipe us out ya allah this will destroy us ya allah ilahu alamin you save us ya allah allah you protect us ya allah and you forgive us ya allah allah you forgive us ya allah allah you forgive us ya allah allah we are begging you alone ya allah allah whatever we are ya allah we are the worst sinners on earth ya allah but we are your servants ya allah we are your slaves ya allah allah out of your tawfiq we are not bowing down to anything else but you ya allah we are not bowing before any idol ya allah we haven't bowed before any tree ya allah ilahu alamin we have bowed over to you alone ya allah allah whatever we are we are yours ya allah ilahu alamin you accept us ya allah allah you make us yours ya allah ilahu alamin whatever we are with the ummatis of your rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah if you forgive us ya allah allah it will cool his heart ya allah he will become happy ya allah ya allah if you forgive undeserving people like us ya allah there is nobody to ask you why you did it ya allah ya allah you forgive us ya allah ya allah you show your rahmat upon us ya allah you show your barakat upon us ya allah ya allah do not deprive anyone ya allah do not deprive anyone of us ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah you forgive us ya allah forgive our families ya allah forgive the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahu alamin ya allah ya allah you bless us with this wealth of taqwa ya allah ya allah bless our hearts with taqwa ya allah ya allah bless our eyes with taqwa ya allah bless our ears with taqwa ya allah bless our tongues with taqwa ya allah bless our hands and feet with taqwa ya allah ya allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah ya allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah allahumma rizqna hubbak allahumma rizqna hubbak 
اللهم ارزقنا حبك وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا حبك اللهم اجعل حبك أحب إلينا من أنفسنا وأهلينا ومن الماء البارد إله العالمين make your love the most beloved thing to us يا الله يا الله full of hearts with your love يا الله الله grant us this bond and connection يا الله إله العالمين grant us this نسبة يا الله الله grant us the state of إحسان يا الله الله grant us the نسبة of the أولياء الصديقين يا الله إله العالمين يا الله يا الله without your protection يا الله we'll get destroyed يا الله Allah, don't leave us to ourselves, Ya Allah. Allah, don't leave us to ourselves for the blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Allahul Alamin, you protect us and safeguard us, Ya Allah. Allah, you protect us in every sense, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect our iman, Ya Allah. <coughs> Ya Allah, you protect our amal, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect our akhlaq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect our muamalat and muasharat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah, you protect our deen, Ya Allah. Protect our dunya also, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, save us from all trials and tribulations, Ya Allah. Save us from tests, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are not capable of being tested, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't put us to test in our deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from trials and tests in deen, Ya Allah. Save us from trials and tests in dunya also, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, we are too weak, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we cannot withstand anything, Ya Allah. Alamin, we can't withstand the little heat of the sun, Ya Allah. Allah, we cannot withstand a little bit of hunger, Ya Allah. We cannot withstand a little bit of thirst, Ya Allah. Allah, we are we going to withstand the azab of the khawar, Ya Allah. Allah, we can we withstand the azab of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, you save us, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allahumma a'tiq riqabana min al-nar. Allahumma a'tiq riqabana min al-nar. Allahumma a'tiq riqabana min al-nar. اللهم اعتق رقابنا من النار اللهم اعتق رقابنا من النار يا الله you emancipate us from the fire of Jahannam يا الله يا الله this is the last ashara that is passing يا الله the last moments are ticking away يا الله يا الله this is the ten days of emancipation from the fire of Jahannam يا الله يا الله you emancipate us يا الله you free us from the fire of Jahannam يا الله يا الله we cannot withstand the fire of Jahannam يا الله يا الله you save us and God protect us يا الله الله العالمين يا الله only with your protection can we be saved يا الله Allah save us from all those amal that take one to Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allah save us from all those sins and vices, Ya Allah. Allah save us from ever going back to the vice dens, Ya Allah. Allah save us from ever looking at haram on our phones, Ya Allah. Save us from ever going back to the internet sites that are haram, Ya Allah. Allah save us from ever reading haram literature, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin save us from haram environments, Ya Allah. Allah save us from the haram chats, Ya Allah. Allah save us from the haram social media, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin Allah save us from all the evils and vices, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin you put us on the road to Jannah, Ya Allah. Allah put us the road to Jannah to Firdaus, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you grant us the tawfiq, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, enable us to perform our five times salah with jamaah, Ya Allah. Allah grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform every salah with takbir ula, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, enable us to perform such a salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to make zikr and dua daily, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, use us for the service of deen, Ya Allah. Allah accept us for the service of your deen, Ya Allah. Allah use us our families and progenies for the service of your deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us the tawfiq of doing all that pleases you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts of all the evils, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the pride, the jealousy, the malice, the arrogance from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the love of the ego from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the love of dunya from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fill our hearts with the reality of tawazu, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with kamil iman, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with yaqeen, صادق يا الله إلهو العالمين grant us توكل يا 
Allah. Grant us taqwa, ya Allah. Grant us inabat and ruju ilallah, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. Grant us generosity, ya Allah. Grant us compassion, ya Allah. Grant us kindness, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. You adorn our hearts with all the beautiful qualities, ya Allah. Now let me move all the evil qualities from our hearts, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you guide us to all that pleases you, ya Allah. Save us from all the fitna and fasad, ya Allah. Allah, save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. Allah, save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. Allah, these enemies, we can't see them, ya Allah. Allah, they hijack us from every direction, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, without your protection, ya Allah, we'll be destroyed, ya Allah. Allah, you save us, ya Allah. Allah, you protect us, ya Allah. You guide us, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. Ya Allah, at the time of our death, take us with the kalima, la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Allah, take us on iman e kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not make it a put of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not make it a put of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. And Ya Allah, you grant us the best of Ya Allah, the gardens of Jannah in our cover, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, give us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't take us to task on that day, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not make us account for our deeds on that day, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we got nothing to account for, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we'll be destroyed if we take it to task, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away from our families throughout the Ummah, Ya Allah, you forgive them, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Make their qabr's gardens of Jannah also, Ya Allah. Grant them the highest stages in the Akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifaya kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of the illness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are in financial difficulties, Remove their difficulties with afiyat, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. Those who are in debts, make the easy payments of their debts possible, ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are in anxieties, sorrow, grief, and depression, ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant happiness to each one, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant happiness to each one, ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the ummah, ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the hearts of spouses, ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the hearts of spouses, ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the hearts of spouses, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the family members, ya Allah. Allah grant muhabbat ya Allah Allah grant unity in families ya Allah Ilahul alamin unite the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Ilahul alamin ya Allah Allah those of our parents who are living Allah give barakah in their lives ya Allah give barakah in their health ya Allah Allah enable us to serve them and honor them ya Allah enable us to get jannah through serving them ya Allah Allah those of our parents who have passed away Allah fill their qabr with noor ya Allah Allah fill their qabr with noor ya Allah Allah grant them the highest stages in the akhirah ya Allah Allah make their complete maghfirat ya Allah give them a special place in you forgive them and have mercy on them, Ya Allah. Rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Rabbir habhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who ask us to make dua for them. Ya Allah, you grant them the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Fulfill all their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Fulfill all their needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever was, Ya Allah, little ibadat was done, Ya Allah. That too is so broken, Ya Allah. It is so weak, Ya Allah. It is so full of faults, Ya Allah. Our intentions are so insincere, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, overlook all this, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, overlook it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive it, Ya Allah. And accept it, Ya Allah. Out of your grace, accept it, Ya Allah. Out of your grace, accept it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept each one's fast, Ya Allah. Accept the Taraweeh Salah, Ya Allah. 
Accept the tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Accept the zikr and dua, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept all the work of deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us total hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those of brothers and sisters of ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, who have been hijacked and waylaid by shaitan, Ya Allah. That have left the fold of Islam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you bring them back, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring them back, Ya Allah. Give them the wealth of Iman again, Ya Allah. And give everybody else also the wealth of Iman also, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all the work of deen accepted, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept the efforts of the masajid, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the madaris and makatib, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the khanqas, Ya Allah. Accept the effort of the awad and tabligh, Ya Allah. Accept all the demands throughout the world, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make all the efforts of deen, Ya Allah, means of hidayat, Ya Allah. All the organizations of deen accept their efforts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Whatever mistakes and shortcomings are there, Ya Allah, you forgive it, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant ikhlas and sincerity to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant afiyat and qabooliyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those have raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the know of everyone's heart, Ya Allah. You know what is each one's heart, Ya Allah. You know each one's cry, Ya Allah. You know each one's pain and difficulties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive each one, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove each one's difficulties, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant barakat in each one's rizq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant halal and tayyib risk to each one, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant each one of us halal and tayyib rizq ya Allah ya Allah save us from every drop and every grain of haram ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah ya Allah whatever ya Allah we have asked for ya Allah ya Allah you grant us all that we have asked for ya Allah what we should have been asking and didn't ask ya Allah without asking give it to us ya Allah ilahul alameen ya Allah all the du'as that we made ya Allah out of your grace accepted ya Allah ya Allah accept the du'as of the haramain sharifain ya Allah ya Allah accept the du'as throughout the world where ya Allah everybody has been making du'as ya Allah ya Allah accept the aitikaf throughout the world ya Allah ya Allah make it a means of becoming bonded to you Ya Allah, make it a means of gaining this connection and nisbat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us all the akhlaq hamida, Ya Allah. Grant us the akhlaq of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, you adorn our akhlaq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you adorn our akhlaq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you give us hilm, Ya Allah. Give us sabr, Ya Allah. Give us tolerance, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us compassion and kindness, Ya Allah. Give us forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to, Ya Allah, restrain our anger, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to restrain our anger, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you grant us all all the akhlaq hamida ya allah ya allah purify us from all the akhlaq razira ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all the Good that Rasulullah begged for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi sought refuge from, Ya Allah, we also seeking refuge from it, Ya Allah.
اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان انت المستعان انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا تقبل منا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا وتب علينا وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله واصحابه اجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين